Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And uh, we've been doing this for 30 years. It's amazing. We've got 40,000 customers all over the United States. Uh, we've got offices in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, and Phoenix. Wow. Unbelievable. Think of the results we've had. The National Apartment Association has deemed one of our investors the best investor of the year. That's the National Apartment Association. It has nothing to do with us other than the fact that, you know, most people that own apartment complexes are part of the Apartments Association, uh, both local, state, and national ones. Uh, so here's a entity that's, you know, whole existence is in producing a um, business, a quality of which uh, that the industry uh, would like to see, in other, in, otherwise an industrial standard. And, you know, one of our members has won that award each year for 13 years, uh, won local and state awards also. So, I mean, within local state awards, it's amazing the number of awards you get won. Uh, but, you know, awards are awards and money is money. And Many of our members have retired. Um, I don't have an exact number, but, you know, probably thousands of people have retired using the techniques of investing in real estate. And this weekend, uh, I did another two-day seminar, and I came out of it and exhausted, but feeling really good about the fact that I was able to help, you know, another X number of people make a decision to do the things to retire within a short period of time. And we're talking about retiring anywhere from two to five years. When I first wrote my materials back 30 years ago, I said seven years. Uh, but people kind of destroyed that as we got better at teaching people, as the ideas we had became better, um, the skills and the help we had became better. Uh, we knocked that down quite a bit to where we now claim it to be around five years for most people on an average that they could retire. However, the truth of the matter is most people laugh if they don't do it in two or three years. Uh, it's kind of an internal joke amongst our members. They call it the deuces or wild club. You can retire in two years or less. You know, as you go through this, and I sit there and I teach this thing, you get a tremendous amount of joy by helping people. But what really interests me was that I always send out an email asking people to critique, you know, the class and what they thought. The interesting thing to me was that about 95% of the people pointed out the same thing. And that was that although some of them had been listening to me on the radio for five years or 10 years and finally decided it was time to take action on it, other people just a very short period of time decided to take action on it. You realize that if you listen to this on the radio and you hear these tremendous results that people have, you question yourself as to two things. Number one, does it really work? And of course, you got to listen a month. Do you need to listen a year? Do you need to listen 10 years? How long do you need to listen before you realize that you can't keep putting this stuff out there with new people, new members, new results without realizing that this stuff is real? And the second question is uh, to yourself, am I ready to do something? Am I truly ready to make a change? So people coming to the two-day seminar, the thing that they come away from the two-day seminar is, 
wow, I never would have realized that it is, number one, that realistic to do it. Number two, understanding how it's done takes away the mystery. In other words, now that I know how you do it, it makes sense logically. It takes away the mystery and it lowers or lessens the fear of whether or not I can actually do it or not uh, is the benefit of going to the two-day workshop. And they're so surprised that, hey, I thought I was a million miles away from being able to do something like that. I never thought I could have bought some rental houses. I never would have thought ever I could ever buy an apartment complex, et cetera, et cetera. And they're just amazed when they see if you understand the financial techniques used to do this stuff and the management techniques used to do this stuff, then you can do it, too. And so it's just a matter of education uh, to get you where you need to be. Doesn't sound the same, does it? Something's different there. And today, what I want to do is I would like to try and give you some insight as to why real estate can work so well if you do it correctly. And what I'm going to share with you today is what I call the five ways to make money in real estate. Number one way that we make money in real estate is through something called equity capture. Now, I need to explain this to you because it's not something you would normally understand if you haven't been around it. Equity captures the fact that I can go buy a house worth $100,000 and it, it would appraise for $100,000, but I could still buy it right now for 80000 bucks. So, I'm instantly making $20,000. So, let's say I put uh, 20% down on a $100,000 house, that's $20,000. I made $20,000 gain on a $20,000 investment. That's a 100% rate of return instantly. Now, it's not realized because I have to be able to get that extra 20000 out of there either by refinancing it out or by selling the property. But the gain has been made. An equivalency way to see this is if you could go to your stockbroker and go, you know, I'm thinking about buying some Microsoft stock. I would like to buy $100 worth of it. But I'd like you to buy that $100 worth of stock at $80 for me. I don't want you to buy it you know, for $80, if it's worth $80, that's not 100 Buying $100 worth of stock at $80, if it's worth $80, is still the same price. I need you to buy it for me 20% below what market value is the day you buy it. That's what equity capture is. Now, to put a little more complicated twist on it, we might buy a house that's worth $100,000. And by the way, these numbers are low in this day and age. The median price is about 250000 bucks now. So, I'm just using the 100000 as a nice round number for you, okay? So, if we buy a house for $100,000, and let's say we buy it for 50000 bucks, but there's $30,000 worth of rehab. Let's say this house flooded during the, the last catastrophe here in Houston, and there's $30,000 worth of damage to bring it back to be a perfect house. Well, if I buy it for fifty and I put thirty thousand of rehab into it, I own it, what we call all in at eighty thousand bucks, and now it appraises for a hundred thousand dollars. I've made twenty thousand dollars. Again, I've captured twenty thousand dollars. And again, that whole transaction might have occurred for me for twenty percent of the amount that we purchased it for, which is the fifty and the thirty, which is eighty, so twenty percent of eighty is 16,000 bucks. So I made $20,000 on $16,000 out of pocket. So that really lets you see that these rates of return can be astronomical.
And there's no way you putting your money in a 401k and earning 4 or 5% a year or 2 or 3% a year or even on savings accounts 1 or 2% a year, there's no way you can invest in conventional investments and keep up with 100% rates of return. It's just not even close. You can't even begin to compare the two. Now let's make it even more complex. What if we show you techniques for being able to buy deals by using hard money, where we go and borrow the money for not only the purchase price, the rehab, but also the down payment? Wow. Now you're talking about we're all in for 80000 bucks, but we can borrow 80% of the after-repaired value, which is 100 So we're all in for 80 but we can borrow 80 So now we have nothing out of pocket. Now what's that rate of return? To make $20,000 with nothing out of pocket? Let's say we have a, a dollar in it. Now you got a 20,000% return. This is ridiculously hard for people to understand. And you say, Dell, well, can you do that? Well, we did one this weekend. It's a flood deal. And uh, the example we used, we pulled it up live off MLS. It's a real property. We did our analysis, put it in the spreadsheets, did the appraisal, and boom, it came out that we could get in. Uh, with an equity capture of about $50,000. I think it was 51, 52, something like that, but it's irrelevant to the discussion. Let's just round it off to 50 grand. And we only put $2,400 down with the trick hard money financing. So you're talking about making astronomical rates of return. I think they came out to something like 2,000% return. So having heard this, if you could see it proven to you live in a seminar and then have someone who could help you with it personally to make those transactions occur in your life, then you're looking at a situation where life is no longer the same. You know, the retirement age is no longer 70 years old. The retirement age is now two and a half, three years after you start because of those kinds of returns. Let's move on to step number two. The second thing that real estate offers is something called cash flow. Now, most of you think your investments pay you money, but I would differ with that. I would say there's a difference between saying, I think my portfolio went up in value this year to it actually paid me money. Most of you don't have any money at all coming in. You have no passive streams of income. If there's one thing that blows people away in my two-day more than anything else is when I ask them to take all their passive income from last year and divide it by their net worth. And what they're finding is, which is true for everybody, the average American, unless they're a real estate investor, earns less than 1% a year on their net worth. Now, real estate investors earn much more than that because we are much more leveraged and we have much higher rates of return. But you're talking about a situation where you have no cash flow. So let's think about it. Your 401k, does it pay you money? For some reason, you think it does, but it doesn't. Does it send you any checks in the mail? Could you go and live on your 401k? Could, could you go to the store and buy groceries and gas and pay your mortgage payment with your 401k? No, the reality is you pay money into your 401k every week. In fact, it's negative cash flow each month. You would have more money in your life. The quality of your life would be higher if you didn't have a 401k. Now, think about how oxymoronic that is with everything you've been taught your whole life. Everything you've been taught is put money into 401k. And I ask you this question, why? What does it give you? Well, someday I can retire. Oh, someday when you're 65, 70 years old, you might be able to retire. What about if you stop doing that ridiculously stupid thing and start doing what I said in two and a half, three, four years, you retire. 
Wouldn't that make a lot more sense? If all of your money started paying you money, some of you have been convinced through the Dave Ramsey program and other such teachings that you should pay your home off free and clear. That free and clear home, what does it pay you each month? It pays you absolutely nothing. You still pay taxes, insurance. You still pay maintenance and repair, water and gas. So has it got you out of bills? No, it's still owning a home is still a negative cash flow environment for you. Still a negative cash flow existence. So your 401k and your home, your two largest investments, both are taking money out of your life instead of putting them in. Rental properties put money into your life. They create cash flow we can live from. And we build those amounts of cash flow from 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, then it becomes 20, then it becomes 40, then it becomes 80, 100,000 dollars a month. Hard to believe, yes. Real? Yes. And pretty soon, if you've got enough cash flow, you too can afford to retire. Take a short break. Be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. It's going to be better next year. I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? (laughs) Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. (laughs) Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, I'm trying to show you the five ways that we make money in real estate so you can understand that the conglomerate of five ways, each of which is more powerful than probably anything you're doing right now, uh, added together is not five times stronger than what you're doing. It's 500 times stronger. I started by showing you how we capture equity up front, which is rates of return that are just mind-boggling. Most of the deals we do fall somewhere between 25 is the very lowest percent instant gain to 50 to 100 and way beyond that. Um, deal we did this weekend live, we showed us about 2,000% return. Second, I talked about cash flow. As we went to break last segment, I was talking about the fact that your 401k doesn't pay you any money. Your personal pay 
paid in full home doesn't pay you any money. So think about that. You've got a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars worth of business or equity there between your four hundred one k and your IRA. Those things, if they earned a ten percent rate of return, would be fifty. If they earned a twenty percent return, would be twenty. Uh, would be fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year of cash flow. Can you imagine you're giving up fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year with cash flow? That's just mind-boggling. You're just giving it up. You could have it, but you don't have it. Why? Because someone has convinced you that it's better off to put money in a 401k, which doesn't pay you anything, or to pay off your mortgage, which doesn't pay you anything. So, you know, the cash flow situation is such that you can't retire because you have no cash flow. You have a job which creates cash flow. Until you figure out how to create cash flow, you're going to need a job. It's just never going to go away. Right? So that is the the biggest and strongest one of all of them is the cash flow scenario because you can't retire until you have cash flow. You can live off your pile of money, but your pile of money is going to go down very quickly. Think about it. Let's say you've saved $200,000, $300,000, life savings, $400,000, let's say even $500,000. If you're living on $100,000 a year right now, how, do you, how long does that money last? Right? It sure doesn't last very long. And you sure can't account on retiring until you're later. You're going to have to wait until you're 70 so that that money can last you the last five or 10 years of your life. Right? Because you only got five years of money there. Whereas if you created your, a, a, you went out and created passive streams of income, I retired at 30 years of age and I've made more money every year, but my money just keeps coming. It just keeps growing. We keep making more because I have passive streams of income. I don't live off the capital. I live off the passive streams of income. I invest and make more capital and have more investments, and so I make more streams of income. The more streams of income I have, the more I can live on. But at some point, you don't need to live on it anymore, and so you have more streams of income, which create more cash available, which means you have more investments. You have money to invest, and your investments get larger, and then pretty soon it gets silly. At that point, when you're no longer living off all your cash flow, it it gets silly because you just keep buying more investments. The more investments you buy, the more income you have, the more cash flow you have, and you don't have anything to do with it. And so it just becomes a vicious cycle. Well, you just buy more. You buy more investments, own more stuff, have more money coming in, and blah, blah, blah. At some point, you're a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah, that's the cycle. That's what happens. And, you know, when you start, you're, you may have a lot of money, and we can put you right in that, into that funnel right away at the top end of it. But forget about that. Let's say you have no money. You have no cash flow right now. If we could get you out there and earn you 500 bucks to 1000 bucks a month on your first deal or two, that's 1000 a month in your pocket. You don't have 1000 a month. That's an extra 1000 That 1000 can be invested. We put $2,400 into a deal this weekend, so that means two and a half months later, you could buy your second deal, right? And then two and a half months after that, you could buy another deal. And then pretty soon now, if you own four deals, you're making $2,000 a month, which means you could buy a property every month or every month and a half. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? And now you, you go out there and buy two more properties, and now we're up to six properties. That's 3000 a month. And that means you could buy a property every month. And if you think this through, you can see that the economics of scale just continues to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. All right, let's talk about number three, the third way we make money. And this one is its almost secret. You almost can't even see it. It's, it's invisible. And what is that? That's mortgage reduction. 
you realize you have mortgages on all these properties and your tenants are paying the mortgage down. You're not paying them. It's not coming out of your cash flow. It's not coming out of your pocket. It's coming out of the positive cash flow of your property. And so your tenants are paying your mortgages down. What you don't understand is how much money that adds up to. Imagine if you could just for a second that you were going to pay in your 401k $500 a month for 30 years. So you end up with 6,000 a year. I think that is 500 times 12. That's 6,000 a year times 10 years would be $60,000 times three times that is $180,000. All right. But that's $500 a month coming out of your pocket. What if you own 10 rent houses and your tenants were paying off $500 a month for you, right? Which is $180,000 per house times 10 houses. That's $1.8 million of paid down reduced debt, which means that money's now yours. That's money you've made. So in a 10-year period of time, while you're sitting there trying to get your 401k somewhere or a 30-year period of time, you could make 10 times, 20 times, 50 times that much in reduction of debt on your rental properties. Now, I purchased one property last year, um, at the very end of the year. And it's a larger apartment complex. Not one you would start with, but I was looking at it just yesterday. We're getting ready to do the end of the year financials and start doing our budgeting and so forth for this year for all of our businesses. And uh, we were looking at it and going, man, we got $23,000 a month in mortgage reduction on one property, on just that one. Now, think about that. I'm making $23,000 a month, and I don't even see the money. It's just my debt goes down by that much. So by the end of the year, that's two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. I think somewhere along those lines, we'll say close to two fifty. That I'm wealthier, but I didn't even see the money. That's not the cash flow that I make, right? That's not the thirty, forty thousand dollars a month on that property's cash flow above and beyond the mortgage. That's just the mortgage reduction. And so these numbers become astronomical. I remember when I owned like uh, eleven apartment complexes. And the number was just boggling my mind how much mortgage reduction there was because it just, you know, it adds up, right? So there you go. You got mortgage reduction. So at the end of some period of time, you've got this massive amount of equity in the property. But wait, there's more. There's another way we make money. And this is probably the most commonly thought of way to make money in real estate. It's called appreciation. Yes. When you compare the stock market against real estate, what the people out there doing that own stock or in the stock market business do is they compare the appreciation of real estate to the appreciation of the stock market. Since in the stock market, that's the only thing you really have is appreciation. The you know, in other words, the value of the stocks you own going up. In real estate, we have the value of the real estate we own going up also. Now, in both of them, they could go backwards. So that's why I don't even talk about appreciation very often. But appreciation in real estate is anywhere from 3 to 6% a year. And that's probably just about as good as the stock market. Now, they say the stock market does 10 to 12% a year. I want them to show me any 20-year period of time it actually did that. But that's okay. I don't even need to go there for that argument. The bottom line is we're getting appreciation also, but the stuff that we're doing beyond that is 10, 20, 50 times better 
than the appreciation. The appreciation for us is just icing, right? Finalizing our conversation today is the fifth way we make money is tax benefits. Now, this one's almost impossible to believe, but we're talking about the fact if done correctly, if you line up your depreciation with your incomes correctly, you're going to be able to earn tax-free income. Your passive streams of income, your monthly or quarterly cash flows are going to be tax-free. Now, you think about that just for a second. Think, hey, well, I go out there and I earn $100,000 a year. I'm giving 40% of it back to taxes, 33% income tax and 7% Social Security and Medicare tax. That's 40%, right? What if I could earn that 100000 without paying taxes? Now, I'm earning a full 100000 Or another way to look at it is I could actually retire on $70,000 a year if I didn't have to pay taxes. And that's really the secret to what we do is because we have tax-free income, it adds up much faster, and we're able to retire on much smaller amounts of investments, although the investments are way more powerful than what you're doing. The ability to not pay taxes really enhances that. The second thing is, which is even harder to understand, is the tax laws allow us to take massive upfront deductions, in many cases, on the real estate that we purchased in a new year and take excess depreciation over the first two, five, seven, ten years. These excess depreciations allow us to have many times more deductions than what we have as far as income, as far as passive streams of real estate income. When that occurs, the IRS looks to a couple different situations. One, it looks to, are you a professional real estate investor? And if you are a professional real estate investor, which is defined in the two-day seminar, you will be able to take all those deductions against your earned income. Now, that's massive, or could be massive, if you would use it. Even if you can't use your excess depreciation, you're still getting all of the passive income you earn tax-free. And don't let anybody confuse you on that. If you think your CPA has got it wrong, email me. I'm not a CPA, but I guarantee you we have access to a lot of them. And I know this. I do this stuff every day. And the reality is, is that most people don't understand how these deductions work. And even many CPAs don't understand how they work because it's such a niche market for the tax returns of really highly successful real estate investors. And so, in that case, um, I have to tell you this, that did pass a law that allowed for an even greater amount of upfront depreciation on a property that's put into service the current year. So, last year, I was in the hospital and having operations, and yet I still closed. I made it very much a point to close on my apartment complex before the end of the year, so it fell into that new law, so that I could take these very large uh, tax deductions off of my personal income from my whole portfolio of projects that I own. And I own many different companies, so I have all different types of income, and they're all taxed differently, right? So, this excess depreciation can only be taken if you're a real estate professional. And so, I have to maintain my status as a real estate professional. But by doing so, I'm able to take these very large depreciation deductions in that last year, my tax return uh, check back from the IRS was $600,000. And I tell you that not to make you mad, but for you to understand that I paid taxes just like you do in many of my businesses. And, uh, you know, I paid in the 600000 and 
the deduction said you don't have to. You get them back. So we all pay taxes of some kind for non-real estate stuff, but the real estate stuff can actually let you earn money with no taxes and then have additional deductions when done correctly to where you can get money back. High-level stuff, yes, but true, yes. My friends, I hope you learned something today and you realize you're only two to five years away from retirement if you get out there and do the right things. My goal for you is to understand it's not about a little bit of money. It's about a complete lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you in the future. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.